Blog Talk Radio.
decided your will, not mine. We patiently wait on him to make changes in our lives because without him, nothing is possible. I want you all to know that. I threw my hands up. I surrendered. I told God I'd have his way. Do what you have to do, O Lord, because I can't fix it. I can only pull my hair out of my head. I can't add one to it. It's natural. Now, if I wanted to buy some hair, I could put it on my head, but that's portable. But physically, I cannot change a hair color. I cannot add hair to my head. I could only put a color in it by dyeing it, rinsing it, coloring it, whatever you want to call it, or put a wig on to make it grow, make it short. Uh, either make my hair fall. It's, it's up to me with that, but it's up to God and my life to make a permanent change. So let's pray and let's get on with the program. Father God, we thank you for today, O oh Lord, this Monday, March the 20th, 2023. We thank you for the opportunity to come before you and ask you for forgiveness, O oh God, to just have your way in our lives, O oh God. Cleanse us of all the sin and all the things that we have done that has not been pleasing in your sight, has not given you glory, has not given you honor. God, forgive us for not being in your word on a regular daily basis. Forgive us for not seeing things the way you see it. Forgive us for not asking you how to go about this thing we call life. God, we give you our life one, one time, one more day in our lives. We give our life to you. God, if I didn't say it right, you know what I mean. We give our life to you again, God. We ask you one more time to forgive us as we repent daily. God, we ask you to be our head. We ask you to be our covering. We ask you to be our Lord, God. We thank you for healing the sick. We thank you for healing us. We thank you for providing for us. We thank you for providing for our families protecting our families, our homes, our finances, and our households. God, in this day and age right now, everything is so instant, God. We're asking you to keep giving us patience to wait on you, to look to you, to confide in you, to talk to you, God. Give us patience for everyone that's listening in, live or replay. Archive or replay. God, we ask you to touch their heart, their mind, and we ask you to touch their mouths that they will open it and say, God, I choose this day to serve you. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, I just want to say to you all, hey, Dee Dee, thank you for tuning in. I just want to say to you all, I have been talking to God and talking to some family members and friends, and I had to come to a conclusion that a lot of times we don't get it right. Mm-hmm. We truly don't get it right. A lot of times we sit back and we overthink. We walk around having whole communications in our minds. Mm-hmm. 
me and I say communication. Some of us even have conversations, but we have whole programs going on in our mind, and we're talking so much that we don't hear God. Don't get me wrong. I've said before, sometimes there's a lot going on in your head you can't hear. But sometimes we're talking so much we can't hear God. And when we're talking, we leave room open. And, and I was taught, don't leave room for the devil. The idle mind is a playground for the devil. Stop trying to fix everything. Stop trying to come up with everything. Stop trying to get the right answer. You know. You don't play like the record. Or if you want to play like the record, the record says stop in the name of love. We know that God is love. In the name of Jesus, stop, stop. Stop and ask God for guidance. Stop and ask God for protection. Stop and ask God to stop you from trying to help him. Stop and ask God to teach you how to wait patiently. And I know it's hard because it was hard for me. And sometimes it's still hard for me. I have to stop this and do that. Sometimes I just see but I need to stop and listen. Stop trying to worry about what people think. You know, um, I have a friend that uh, is a recovering addict. And he sends me daily scriptures every day. And he sent me for the the last couple of days, he sent me something. And one of them said that a lot of times we have to realize that without God, we can't do anything. We, we can't even make up our mind. We would have a reprobated mind without God. We can't even come up with a good conclusion because sometimes what seems right in our mind will cause a war, mm. physical, verbal, emotional, mentally. It will start a war, and we need to just stop and be quiet and just acknowledge God because we have to understand that God has a purpose for every single thing that happens. For the plant to grow over in the corner, mm. for your child to stop acting like he or she crazy and come out the corner and listen, stop cornering themselves up with foolish things and foolish people that causes them to lose everything, freedom, life, health, possession, because they're trying to do it on their own. They're trying to, how these, in the streets they say, trying to be slick about it. we got to stop being slick about everything and just ask God. God, teach me how to be okay with what you say, Lord. I'm, I, I'm, I need this, I need that, and 
You just have to ask God and just stop. Be patient. Wait for his decision because I'm telling you. My mom used to tell me, I got your back right or wrong, but I prefer you be right. Because if you're wrong, there's going to be a problem over here. So we, we need to stop and make sure because we don't want to go to God afterwards like myself and others have done. We don't want to go to God and say, Lord, can you fix this? Lord, if you be God, you would show me right now you can fix it. No, we should have knew he was God before we did it and asked him to prepare it, prepare the place for me instead of coming back saying, God, can you fix this? Now, don't, don't get me wrong now. Don't, don't, don't turn the video off. Don't stop looking. Don't stop listening. But if we have done these things, I'm telling you what I know, not what I heard. We can go to God and say, God, fix it. Mm-hmm. And when God fixes and shows you things, you would know that without him, you, should, you couldn't have done this anyway. Even if it sounded like it was slick, even if it sounded like it was simple, easy, simple, a child in grammar school, kindergarten could do it, we still should have asked God for his guidance. We should have asked God for his privilege of doing this thing the right way. Because one thing we need to know, without God, we could do nothing. We can't even heal ourselves without God. See, some of you all don't know, don't realize or don't remember. If you cut your finger, let's just say if you step on a nail and you don't clean it right, or you don't clean it with the right thing, it can get infected. And you will find yourself in a situation where now you're going to need surgery, you're going to need to go in the hospital. Hey, Linda, thanks for tuning in. You're going to need to get treated, antibiotics or or have it uh, treated through an a IV because you didn't go about it the right way. You uh be saying, oh, I'm going to go over here and I'm going to, just run some water on it, or I'm going to just put this on it. Somebody give you something, and it may be something you're allergic to. See, me, myself, I'm allergic to glue, so I can't use Band-Aids. Well, get me out now. You put yourself in a situation where you might have to say, God, look, I don't have this around me. I don't have that. What do I do to stop this bleeding or help with this cut on my hand so it don't get infected? You know, a little thing turned into a big thing. You know, you want to know, what do I do? You may be allergic to better dying. No, you don't know anything. But now you want to holler, heal me, oh, Lord, heal me, because this thing ain't got infected, and now I can barely hold something. My hand is throbbing. I can barely walk. My foot is aching. I can't put a shoe on, this and that. You know what I'm saying? You Sometimes you have to understand to stop. Ask God to heal you from the spirit of, I don't know how to do this, the spirit of, I can't do that. You know, I have certain people I have talked to, family and friends, and and they ask for prayer and they ask for suggestions, and you start talking to them about, uh, do this, you know, let's pray or let's do this, let's do that. And, And with everything you poured into them, guess what they say? I can't. Now, you didn't ask me 
to pray for you. You didn't ask me to pray over you. You didn't ask me to pray for God to heal you, to make a way. Then when I tell you something, you say what you can't do. Hmm. See that right there? You was looking for something to happen immediately. You didn't want to wait. Because, see, when God told you to pray for me, to ask you, you told you, excuse me, to ask me to pray for you, and I was giving you what God said, the first thing you should have said is, I receive it, or God help me with my unbelief. Just because it don't look like it's going to work out that way. Because God takes the foolish things of this world to surprise the wise. Think about how God said, look in the fish's mouth. Think about how God didn't let the donkey go down the road. Think about just the other day when God told you to bless somebody with one thing, and you wanted to either not bless them or bless them with something else or less. And then you turned around and needed something yourself. Now, that person that God told you to bless may not even be somebody you know or they know you. For example, me and my sister went to eat yesterday at Priscilla. And I was looking at the young man that was the busboy. Well, he was a young man. He was in his early 40s, maybe mid-40s. And he was sitting down taking a break. And the floor supervisor came over and said something to him because there was a lot of tables that had been used, and I assumed he was taking his break. I don't know where he was working at, but he was taking a break, and the, officer, the supervisor went over and said something to him, and like, get up off your break, do this, do that. Instead of the supervisor helping him, he stood over here micromanaging him. Now, you may say, what they got to do with it? Let me show you something. The young man, you can read his face and his body language, even though he didn't say nothing, and he wasn't throwing stuff around, just his body language was saying, I was on my break, and he came and took me off my break to do this, do that, can't he do it? So in other words, like, he, he wasn't just happy with the situation. So I said to my sister, I said, you know, that's why I like watching the bus people, because I look at how hard they work, and people don't seem to ever tip them up notice them, they just look over them like, oh, this is just a bus boy, a bus table girl. So I walked over to him and said, hello, he said hello. You know, he had this, like, he wouldn't even look up. I said, excuse me, and he looked up, he said, yes. I said, can I shake your hand? He said, shake my hand. I said, yes, can I shake your hand? And he looked at his hand like, and he looked back at me, I said, no, don't worry about that. I said, can I shake your hand? He said, yes. So when I shook his hand, I had some money in my hand, and I went to shake his hand, and his eyes opened up, and he looked at me, and I said, don't worry about it. I said, let me tell you something. Keep doing what you're doing and put a smile on your face. I said, because people are watching you. Somebody is watching you. Don't ever think you're not good enough. I said, because somebody is watching you. And I looked at this grown man, and his eyes began to water up, like, oh, my God. See, when you don't think you're good enough, just remember, somebody is watching you. I always tell people I've been around all of my life, 
people are watching you. They're always watching you. Watching to see what you say. Watching to see what you do. Watching how you walk. Watching how you talk. Watching how you dress. Watching how you wear your hair. Watching how you wear your makeup. Watching what you drive. Watching what you catch. And even if it's a bus or an Uber or a Lyft. People are watching you. If you don't believe me, watch and see when they need something. They call and say, if they haven't already done it, or don't do it later on the day and say, you know, I needed to figure this out and know that. And I couldn't I couldn't think of it, so I decided to call you because I figured you could help me. Somebody is always watching you. And I'm saying that to say this. When you realize that somebody is watching you, remember God is watching over you. So when you don't think that you're good enough, remember you're good enough for God. Because, see, without God, you won't be able to do the things you're doing. So remember, if, if God brought you to it, he'll bring you through it because he brought it about you so that you could come back to him, so you could ask him because he said you're good enough that I want to use you. Okay? That's one thing I want to talk about. You know, we're going to look at Jeremiah 17 and 14. The verse says, Heal me, O Lord, and I shall be healed. Save me, and I shall be saved, for thou art my praise. Give God the praise for wherever you are, because I'm telling you, without God, you won't get it right. I hope that made sense to somebody. Now, the other thing I'm going to talk about, is we don't think that we're ready. We don't think that we are in a position to do what God needs us to do. We're always saying, you know, um, I need to get myself together before I go to God. I need to make sure that I'm not doing what I'm doing before I go to God. I have to make sure that I stop doing this and I stop doing that. Okay? I found out something in life. Again, I found out something in life. I could wait to stop doing the things I was doing to let God use me. Mm-mm. I couldn't wait. I had to find out that even doing the smoking, even doing the hanging out, I, I'd never was a drinker because if I drink, uh, my personality changes. I'm not a, I try coolers, you know, but I never was a drink, drink alcohol. I did hard drugs and none of that stuff like that. Uh, I, when I was younger, I smoked weed. But uh, like I say, until I had to understand that with doing those things, I had to let people hear me say, you know what? I'm tired of this. 
I'm asking God to deliver me. I'm asking God to save me. I'm asking God to break this habit. I'm asking God to do this. You know, for those that haven't broke habits, for those that still doing what they're doing, stay before God. Because while you're calling on the name of Jesus, again, somebody is watching you. Somebody is looking for at you. Yes, somebody's going to always try to find fault. Oh, they do this. Oh, they did that. Oh, they're still, still doing this. Oh, they're still doing that. But you know what? They found, tried to find fault in Jesus. Who works on the Sabbath? Who does this? Who does that? People are always going to try to point out your faults. You're going to always try to please people. But the Word of God says you can't serve two masters. Hmm. Ooh, let's, let's relax on that one for a minute. You can't serve two masters. You can't play the hokey pokey. You put one foot in and you take one foot out. You do the hokey pokey and you turn it all about. You can't do that. God say how to call. You, you can't say I'm going to wait. See, you, you wait on your next favorite show to come on. You wait on the bacon to cook, and you wait on the eggs to be fried, and you wait on the chicken to get golden when you cook it, whether it's baked or boiled. You, you wait. That you wait on. But you don't wait on straightening up your life for God. Because one thing, see, I know a lot of people don't want to hear this. I'm probably going to lose a few viewers I have, or I'm probably going to lose a few people I have on blogs out there listening. We want to say, I want to go to God without a spot or a wrinkle. Who are you to say what your spot and wrinkle is? Because God said that you have an assignment just like I do. Even if you make your bed in the depths of hell, God said he'll be there. There will be no excuse because he said every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus is King of kings and Lord of lords. No matter what you're doing, Somebody's going to be a witness that God is able. Somebody got to be somewhere saying, I'm dependent on my prayer to get to the ears of God. I'm dependent on God hearing my prayers when they get there, that he's going to make a way. I can't clean myself up. I can't straighten myself out. I can't stop these bad habits that I've picked up along the way in this thing we call life. I can't conduct any day, Sunday through Saturday. I can't conduct it. I can't let nobody tell me what day is the Sabbath because one thing I know that the Word of God said that I work for six and I rest on the Sabbath. That's what God said. He said, when I say I, God had worked for six and he worked on the Sabbath. Hmm. God said that when his son died, he rose him up on the third day. God said that the word was with him in the beginning and the word became life. 
and the word lived among us to show us. Now, when you look at what Jesus did when he worked, walked and worked with his 12 disciples, he didn't walk around saying, mm, he's perfect. He's perfect. Oh, he's good. He's a good man. He's perfect. Oh, she's good. No. He took those. <laughs> Set the people aside. He took those that despised themselves. And he taught them. He walked with them. He sat with them. Uh, see, some of y'all are going to take this next one a little too far, but don't. He partied with them. He went to the face. But you know what he did? He gave them opportunity to choose if they want to get it right. Ah, uh, he even had one that was a slickster. Remember I talked about the one on the slicks earlier? We always trying to figure it out, trying to get that extra. Them ends, how did he say, I want my ends to meet? Mm. See, see, when you sit there and try to say, I'm not good enough, who are you to say you're not good enough? Who are you to say, I don't see no evidence? When you wake up, Every morning, whether like I do with pain in my hip, mm, that's another ministry. A little pain in my heart, a little headache, a little backache. I don't care if you're in a walker or on a wheelchair. Yeah, I said it, in a walker, uh, on a wheelchair. So you got to sit on that wheelchair mm, and roll around. Wow. You got to get in that walker. You got to get in that position to use that walker. Uh-huh. I know y'all thought I said it back. You got to get in position to be balanced to use that walker. And if you get enough, uh, how do you say, good benefits, you can get the walker with the sit down <laughs> seat on it. Or, or the walker that's a scooter in a wheelchair more. Uh, y'all will catch it in a minute. When you get in a position where you want to say that you can't, you're not good enough. Hey, Lestalia, thank you for joining in, Apostle. When you get in a position to say that you're not good enough for God to use you, you done already told God, you make your value. Mm. When God said that our values, I'm talking to the women now, our values are high above rubies. Mm. When God told the men that their values were, they're valid men, that they, they could do Anything that he said, that when, when when you sit and you decide to tell God that you got to get ready before you can come to church, oh, he said, come as you are. Now, he didn't say stay as you are. He said he would make a change. See, a lot of us, we want to go out here and grab these uh, four corner hustlers. I'll just say it like that. We want to grab them, and we want to bring them in the house of God. And we want to tell them how they need to dress, how they need to sit, how they need to walk, and how they need to talk. But we want to do it with our personality, mm. our attitude. Mm. We didn't go over here to teach them to pray and ask God for the change. If I've been wearing, for example, check this out. I used to wear skirts so short. You be looking so hard, you trying to see my presence. Mm. 
Now you heard me trying to see my presence. I used to wear shirts so low. You trying to see? They call it French cut. You trying to see where exactly where that French is cutting at? Mm. I used to. I, I call it my soul train outfit. You trying to see where the, the track is running and where it started, where it is. Now, when I dress, I basically wear pants too. Because I'm covering up my presence. Mm-hmm. I basically wear a uh, button-up shirt or a nice shirt because I'm not trying to show you my tracks. You know my, my you know what I'm talking about. We, we got to get to the place where we have to say, God, you dress Adam and Eve. Mm-hmm. When they call themselves coming to the light, you dress them, but you dress the fields. You even have put fur and stuff and skin on the animals. What makes you think God don't know how to tell you what to do? Get in a place in a mindset that you say, God, you make me right. (coughs) I can't make me right. I can't correct anything I've done because people will always remind you or what you've done because they're pulling you back. But you would have better known when God used you to be a testimony for the kingdom of God. You better know when God is using you for a testimony to say, God pulled them off their deathbed. And if you don't, while you're here, you just show people I'm still trusting God right here, right now, that even though this may be, my deathbed, I'm going to leave here singing and crying out and calling on the name of Jesus. See, people looking for the star to shine in the sky and say, your name across it. Yes, you. Mm-mm. God is saying, I called you right there. Mm-hmm. When he freed his people from Pharaoh, he didn't do it while they was dressed up with their jewelry on and furs. They didn't have that. But when he freed them and they left Pharaoh, they left with that. Ah. They left with riches. You better hear me. When God says you're good enough, then we go back to where I was at in the beginning. When God says you're good enough, You'll understand you can't do nothing without him. See, I had to come to the understanding that while I was smoking and while I'm smoking and while I'm talking and while I was hanging out and while I'm hanging out, that when people say something, I have to say, you know what? I'm not going to do that. I can't do that. Or you say, I'm not going to do that no more. When people start seeing the change in you, you'll start seeing the change in them. if y'all agree with me, please give me some hearts and thumbs. When people see there's a change in you, then they want to know God. A lot of times we don't get to the understanding that until we apply the blood of Jesus Christ on us, we're not going to understand that God can change us. When you 
come to church and go to the church and the, the mother or sister put a little lap robe over your eyes or your, your lap, don't get mad. Because, see, we want to make sure that the preachers and the men in the church and the women and everybody, the children, stay focused on what's going on, hearing what the Word of God says instead of being distracted. I I, I know how to explain it, but I don't want to go all the way there because, see, we have to understand that when we come to a place, even those in the church, when they come to the place and they acknowledge that they need Jesus Christ, let's not run them away. Let's keep them drawing nigh to God with love and honey like the bee. The love and the honey will draw you closer to God. When you make your tea, you put honey in it. And if it's not sweet enough, you add a little more. Let's act like we're each new saint coming in or each new founder, that you know, each new believer. Let's treat them like a cup of tea. Let's, we keep putting a little more honey on it, stirring up, put a little more honey in it and they'll stay close to God. Stop trying to figure out what you can't work out. Stop trying to do God's work because God is the only one that can show us how to go about this thing all right. I have Ephesians 2 and 13. But now in Christ Jesus, yes, who sometimes was far off, are made nigh by the blood of Christ. When I come came to the conclusion that I needed the blood to wash me whiter than snow. I need the blood to cleanse me of my sin. I needed the blood to be applied to my life, to me from head to toe, front to back, side to side. That's what I knew that I was good enough. That's when I knew that God would take this young lady, little girl, older woman from the west side of Chicago and use her for his glory. That's when I had to come to the conclusion and say, why are you talking about me? Why are you trying to show me that I'm not good enough or remind me? Let me tell you, while you're talking about me, I'm going to be talking about him. While you try to show me I ain't good enough and I'm not this, I'm going to tell you what he said. And then I'm going to ask him to tell you about your stuff, and I'm going to tell you, ask him what he said about you. While you watching me, watch me give him the praise, the glory, and the honor. While you're talking about me, Talk about every time you see her or hear her, she on Facebook or on blog talk talking about Jesus Christ. You know how y'all say, my little ministry. How she's still doing what God told her to do. Talk about how, you know, people say, oh, I remember you when you were younger. You were slim. You were this. You was that. Uh-huh. But I tell you what, look at me now. God said, I can eat the good of the land. God told me he would bless me going in and coming out. God told me. And God told me that, and God showed me this, and God showed me that. And while you look at me, you see these jaws. 
you see this double chin. Ah, God told me, if you get about my business, I'll get about yours. See, that's what I'm talking about. We come up with all kinds of excuses of why we can't, why we ain't. <laughs> see, that's the enemy trying to choke me up again. Why we should see. One thing I do know, when I go and meet my, my master, when I see him and he asks my question, did you do what I told you to do? And I look at him, I want him to say, good and faithful servant, come on in, you did. See, the, look, look, I want you to look at this as an apartment building. We all have to enter on the ground floor. But it depends on how many levels you want to go in Christ. You want to stay a baby saint or you want to go to the next level? Everybody isn't on the same level. And everybody going to live on the same floor. You thank God for your level, and you thank God for your floor. You thank God for what he's doing for you, and you just stay in a prayer. That God will keep blessing you and use you even the more. Our love is over my bed. I know you can see it back there. Let me turn the camera and try to get it in a little more of a focus. You can't read it. It's Joshua 24 and 15. We always said choose you this day, but I'm going to read the whole verse to you. It said, and if it seems evil unto you to serve the Lord, choose you this day whom ye shall serve, whether the God which your father served that were on the other side of the flood, or the God, Amorite, in whose land you dwell. But for me and my house, ah, we're going to serve the Lord. See, you have a choice here. Make your choice. Either you're going to do what God told you to do, or you're not. You don't owe me no explanation. You don't owe my sister no explanation. You don't owe any other family member or friends no explanation. You just do what God told you to do. So if you say God told you don't do nothing, don't do nothing. But I found out something in life. If you don't do it, God will have a ram in the bush. You don't believe me? Read the Bible. Ask Abraham. Ask I just read the word. You'll find out every person in the word, God had a ram in the bush. When Moses told God, I, 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 I don't talk to the Lord, he said, where's your brother Aaron? I'm trying to tell you something. Where's your brother Aaron? You're not going to be able to come to God with no excuses of why you did because if you don't, God will give it to somebody else. When I first got a hold to doing my own three, iron sharpening, iron block, 
I didn't do Facebook for uh, quite a while because I was feeling my way through. Because like I told you, I was in the world. And I didn't know how to separate. <laughs> Y'all hear me now? Oh, see the devil messing up my blog, my live. He don't want me to tell it. But God, I'm asking you, open this live back up, Lord. Let me tell it. When I was in the world, I didn't know how to separate the uh, world from the ministry because I wanted to do both. I wanted to do the ministry, but at the same set time, I was trying to do the world, but I kept it before God, and I said, Lord, keep me on assignment. And I prayed, and I prayed, and I prayed, and God kept me on assignment because, see, when I first got a hold to Iron Sharpening Iron, um, they didn't want me to do it, okay, because I was in the world. But God is so good. I'm, on, I'm not going to go into detail, detail. I'm just going to say it like this. God is so good that when... I first started doing this, I had to take over the position of someone that was in a great position to this program. And they gave me their night. And I thank God. The enemy's so mad, he don't want me to finish this on Facebook, but I'm going to finish this on blog talk. I'm just so happy that God kept touching our overseer's heart to say, I told you to pull her in. See, God was saving my life because at the time, I felt because I was raised up in church, I would be okay. I thought because I had a sanctified mother, and I lived in a sanctified home, I would be okay. But how many of you all know that God had to pull me out of myself and he used someone else to use me to get to him? And since I've been involved in this smile 3D iron sharpening iron, I got excited and I began to do Facebook and I got excited and I began to talk more and more to God and God started telling me what he wanted and how he wanted to do it and I just started following God at his word and started saying, okay, Lord, I'm going to do what you told me to do. I'm going to go about this the way you told me to go about it. I'm going to talk to who you told me to talk to and I'm not going to worry about it. So I'm saying all that to say this. Choose you this day whom you're going to serve. Choose you this day if you think that you are good enough to let God use you where you're at. Choose you this day if you know that without God, nothing is 
possible. All things. Yes, I could have used all those scriptures, but I used the scriptures that God had put in my heart to use today. Jeremiah 17 and 14, Ephesians 2 and 13, and Joshua 24 and 15. Choose you this day whom you're going to serve. Our foundational scripture is Matthew 6 and 33. For seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. So I just want you all to know at this time the lines are open. Please share with us any comments or testimonies or just amens that you have at this time. The lines are open. Good evening. Thanks. I just want to thank Minister Sylvia for coming forth with the word on tonight and helping us to realize that God has something for each of us to do. It is not for us to judge and determine if, if someone is uh, a valuable or if someone has the ability to do whatever it is. God makes those decisions. Our job is to pray for one another, uplift one another, and be sure that we're doing everything we can to live this life the way God wants us to live it. So thank you again. Help us to remember to seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all things shall be added. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you so much. Is there anyone else? Praise God. Thank you. Um, I thank you. I thank you. I thank you for just being transparent. Um, So many things you touched on that God has just put in my path and allowed me to... um, Just know without a shadow of a doubt that um, even when you're in that place where God is not finished working those things out of you and working the things in you that he would want to be in you, still, still, I tell people, still come to the house of God. Still run to the because the house of God is, is the hospital. It's where the sin-sick soul can be saved, delivered, and healed, and made whole. Don't let the enemy tell you that when you get yourself yeah. together, because just like you said, if we Amen. could get ourselves together, all of us would have been got together a long, 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 long time ago. Yeah. So don't let the enemy. I still ran to the house of God in my sin. Because I knew, I knew that God would deliver me. I knew that I needed to have that uh, spirit around me that would allow me to go back and fight that devil and not be bound 
Even if I went to church and went back in my sin, I still came back to the house of God. That next Sunday, that next Wednesday, that Friday, I kept availing myself because you know what? The word of God said we resist the devil, he will flee from us. So I thank God um, that... uh, (laughs) Everybody, everybody, you we got to know, we have an assignment. Like you said, we have an assignment. We have a ministry. The ministry is not just for the pastor, for the missionary, the deacon, the elder, the evangelist. The ministry is for every believer. So pray and, and talk to God. first ministry that we all have is First Thessalonians 5 and 17, which says, pray without ceasing. So if anybody ever tell you what is your ministry, say First Thessalonians 5 and 17. That's the pray without ceasing because prayer changes things. Amen. It changes things. So I thank God that my ministry is going forth. It may not be going forth the way others may think it should go forth, but we all got to hear from God, and we got to allow people to walk in the ministry and encourage them. They may not be perfect because we ain't perfect, but encourage one another. I celebrate this ministry. I celebrate what God is doing in people's lives. I celebrate because you know what? When we were out in that world, we was just wet. You could turn a backwards flip. You could, if you cursed everybody out, if you was drunk, if you was high, whatever it was, we celebrated them. So why in the world can we not celebrate each other and encourage each other and say, go forth, go forth. I got you because God got you, and we got each other. So I thank God for this ministry, and I am blessed always and forever when I tune in. And um, I, I look forward. I got off of my ministry from 5 to 8. And I was like, I, I normally do it from three to nine, but I was like, no, nah, I want to be on this ministry. And God bless Minister Margot. We believe yeah. it and decree it and proclaim it, her divine healing in the mighty name of Jesus. Satan, you alive, the truth of God is not in you. Get your hands off of this anointed and appointed mighty woman of God. Walk in your victory and your healing and know that even don't let the devil think we can't let him think when we have our thorns in our flesh we cannot make him think that he has victory over us that he can stop us from going forth in what God has for us we are greater greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world amen 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 We have the power because we know where the power comes from. And it comes from Abba, Father, which are in heaven, Almighty God, the Son of God. We have the power. And I just thank God. Love you all. Love you all. God bless. God bless. Thank you so much. Is there anyone else that would have something to say at this time? Amen. God is faithful. 
and he is faithful in protecting us. That is it. God is faithful. Thank you so much, Apostle. Is there anyone else? Uh, Yes, I'm just thankful to hear uh, how the Lord is just continuing to prepare us to do his work. And uh, I thank you for your transparency. But also, we just have to remember that the work that God has for us to do is not is not a man. It's not anything that He has decided and He wants us to do. He wants to be able to do it through us. And so, as we walk in the understanding of grace, that we then get to embrace the work that God has for us to do. And your work is not going to look like my work. He that, says that that's he it. Needs that's all it. All of these different gifts in the body to, yes. to make the body strong. And so what you do and what I do, we might not even do it the same. But if it is to benefit the body of Christ, then we're doing kingdom work, and that's what he expects for us to do. And I loved when you read the entire scripture because he was really letting people know, like, y'all are evil. Yes. But you have a choice. You do not have to keep living the way you're living. That's it. That's it. And come into the household of faith and embrace that word of God. It's going to clean you up. You cannot sit at the feet of Jesus and say this. Ah, that's it. That's it. So I appreciate you. I appreciate your consistency in allowing God to use you. And thank you for y'all continuing the ministry. You be blessed. And we are just going to be here to support you as much as we can. Love you. Bye. Thank you so much, Mother Tony. I thank you for that. Is there anyone else at this time? All right, we want to thank you all. I I just thank you all for all your comments because, like I say, when I minister, I minister about what God has done for me. You know, a lot of times we have to look at ourselves as the lady, the woman at the well. When Jesus told her about herself, and she started telling people about God. Don't you know people were saying, y'all, let's, we're going to be sanctified real. Ain't you that H-O-E? Ain't you that prostitute? Ain't you this? Ain't you that? And But she was saying, see, you looking at what I, what I am or what I was. But I'm telling you about somebody that told me about me. I'm telling you about somebody that told me how I could get free. Don't y'all know the greatest sin that we have is the one we keep ourselves in? You know, I remember hearing that the the, the, the word, the enemy, stands for the inter-me. As long as we hold on to what we have done, we haven't done, what we're doing, we would never get to the hem of Jesus' garment. We would never get a chance to. We would never get a chance to walk in the freedom that God has for us. Like Mother Tony said, your ministry is your ministry. Like Apostle said, God is faithful. Like Sister Carmen said, God will do what God will do if we let Him. 
And like Minister Margo, even though I'm in this place, I still trust God. God, I know you're able. I know you're able, God. You use me. We got 26 letters in the alphabet, and the only time they work as a word is when you put them together. If we just take all of what we have, we if we look at our bodies, we have different ligaments on our hands, different ligaments on our feet. We have arms. If you look at every part of the body, that's how the body of Christ is. Everything works together. And I'm saying that to say, I thank God for Smile3E. I thank God for Apostle-Elect staying faithful to me with pulling me, staying faithful to God for hearing God tell her, pull. Some plant, some water, but God gets the increase. I thank God for telling Apostle Sandra Thomas before she left this world, pass it over to Renee. Even though Renee was being Renee, even though Renee was living like Renee, even though Renee was not eating the good of the land, but using the good in the land. Yeah, y'all hear me. Y'all hear me. When we stop and think about what God has brought us from, when he said your latter days will be greater than your first, I thank God. I may not, I, I used to say dot every I, cross every T, but God told me to make it a capital I. It's only a straight way to God. Whether you go forward or whether you go up and down, to God, stay in the press. You can't do the little crisscrossing. You can't do <clears throat> this eye over here and this dot over there. No, you have to walk a straight line to God. And all you don't have, stay before him. He'll teach you. God has taught me how to shut up, not always have the last word, not always saying something that would, how do they say, poison the, the body. God had told me sometimes not saying a word is bringing somebody close to me because they'll be like, hmm, God, she ain't say nothing. See, right there they acknowledge God because the old Renee would have told you what she meant and meant what she told you. And if she had to tell you again, she was going to tell you in another kind of way that you want to get. But see, now I could say, because the joy of the Lord is my strength, and I trust God that I will speak life because I know the power that's in my tongue. Sometimes I need the tongue to stay between my lips and not say a word. I thank God for that. Carmen, I thank God. You said you have a ministry. Uh, I will, Could you contact me? On my Facebook page, if you know my name, Sylvia, S-Y-L-D-I-A, Kaiser, K-I-D-E-R. I don't, do, I don't do Facebook yet. <laughs> okay. I say this year I want to start, but I will um, contact you through Minister Margot. I'll give yeah. her, uh, uh, you know, I'll have her give you my number. Okay, because I want to hear about your ministry. I would like to support you back. So, I, I appreciate that. I have a prayer yeah. ministry. Okay. That, yeah, I thank, yeah. I thank God for that because, see, a lot of times we don't support one another. We don't give our information. I thank God for Mother Tony and Minister Ron. Um, Minister Ron has a prayer line for the men. I thank God for that. Praise I don't God. have that. 
I don't have that information to give out, but if Mother Tony is still on the line, I would love for her to give it to us. Uh, we have a, a, a prayer line also that uh, Pastor Linda Handy, she has, and that phone number is 605-313-4818. Again, 605-313-4818. The code, access code is 641 147-641-147, and that's on Friday nights at 7.30 p.m., and that's on Sunday afternoons at 1 p.m. So if we just start supporting each other, getting prayer, prayer information out, prayer lines, ministries, people, you never know. See, that's the one thing about sin and trouble. It's a 24-hour, seven-day-a-week job. And people don't have, they don't need prayer from 9 to 5 or 8 to 4. People need prayer all the time, and they need to know where they can go get it and what time and what days is available. That's That's what the body of Christ is. It's networking to let people know God is still on the throne and he's not free. Yes. So every ministry, like Mother Tony said, every ministry is different. You never know what what is needed because somebody may not know what the how hard it is to stop smoking cigarettes. Somebody may mm-hmm. not know how hard it is to stop drinking. Somebody may not know how hard it is to stop doing drugs. But if you have someone that walked in those shoes, yeah. can help, they can explain to you. Not, you know, when people say, I understand, yes, but at the bottom of the, of the end of the day, the bottom line is, but Jesus. Glory but be to Jesus. God. But Jesus. Glory be to God. Yes. And that's how we have to see it. It's not about how big my hat is or what color it was. It was about the blood of Jesus. And that's what it's yes. all about. And, again, I just want to say thanks to everyone tonight. Um, the enemy got mad and shut down my Facebook while I was uh, ministering when I started trying to tell about what I, where God has brought me from. But that's okay. I stay tuned with Blog Talk, and I want you all to know that we're here every Monday at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Next Monday is our fourth Monday. That's when our awesome duo, man and woman of God, the Montgomery's, will be teaching us what God has to teach us about family orientation and the body of Christ. I thank God for that. I will be the host um, with that program on Friday is my Friday, um, 9 p.m. Central Standard Time, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I'm going to see what God would have me to minister. He may have me to continue on with this. We'll see what he says about the choice. Choose ye this day. That's what God will be doing for this week, our week starts off on Sunday mornings at 9.30 a.m. Central Standard Time, 10.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time with our very own apostle like Dr. Celia Kaiser. We will see what God has for her to reveal to the body of Christ concerning what he wants us to do, what he's doing, because there is a shift in the spirit. There is an overpouring of God. Mm. God is doing only what God can do because... Some of us don't get it. We don't get it. 
Everybody don't live 70 plus years. Some don't even live mm-hmm. 20. But if we stay mm. before God, whatever time we, we have, God will use that to get the word across. Amen. Is that okay with everybody? Mm-hmm. So I'm, okay. I'm saying to Minister Margo, we're holding you up in prayer. We're trusting God concerning you. We know that God yes. is having his way. We know that God is performing a miracle. Like the record says, yes. perform a miracle. God's working a miracle out today. We know that God is doing what he, what he can only do. Nobody yes. but God. Nobody. Nobody but God. When God says yes, it's yes. Yes. And all we have to do is just keep pulling on that yes, keep pulling on it. As we pull on it, it's yes. pulling us, pulls us up. We won't lay in anything else. I, I, I love the fact that we are learning to trust God even right here. Even right mm-hmm. here. When it seems like how much more God, God is able to do abundantly, exceedingly, more than we can ask to think, and more than people would even give credit. God is a God of everything, not something, yes. not a few mm-hmm. things, but all things. That's oh. what we started to say. With God, all things are possible. All things. And I thank God for that. Minister Margot, I thank God for you. And please yes, give yes. her my number so she can contact me because I want to hear about her ministry, because she's been faithfully listening to us. Let's promote. Let's promote, and let's see what God said. In Jesus' name, I thank Jesus. God for everybody again. God, answer every prayer, answer every request. Give great sleep, great rest on tonight, God. Ease every want. Yes. Whatever praying for that they want, God, ease the want and let them know that in you, with you, by you, from you, it is possible. Yes. In Jesus' name, amen. Good night, everyone. Jesus' name. Amen. God bless. Amen.